0: Put your hands together for the King of kings and Lord of lords. Oh, yes. His name is Jesus. His name oh, is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Oh, yes, Jesus Christ. Good morning, church. Good morning, Good morning church. Good morning. If this is your first time, we all say, Hello. Let's take a four-minute break. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you. We are ready for the word. God, we are hungry. We want more of you. Speak to us. Speak to us. Come on, say it. Speak to us, God. Speak to us, God. speak to us. God. Talk to us. Come on. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we say, Amen. Amen. I'm you your host, Ellen the Generous. <laughs> Okay, I like girls. So, so with that, I'm gonna call the speakers. You know, my speakers of this morning. Thank you for the pictures. Okay. And uh, yes, let's see how we do this. We have we have Pastor George, we have Phil Vales we have um, uh, Kathy Ratty with us. We have Lisa Hathaway, and my chair is in the middle. Yeah, you. Jesus. Okay, let's see how we make that happen okay we can do that yeah no problem um all right so guys (coughs) how you guys feeling come on (coughs) let's test the mics make sure that they work
1: mic check one two
0: (laughs) awesome awesome so so just for the people that don't know you guys i know i said i said your names but for the people that don't cannot match your name with your face please say your name and something about yourself here we go Starting with Phil. uh, All right.
1: So, my name is Phil. Hi, Phil. My favorite cereal is Honey Bunches of Oats. (laughs) Woo!
0: I love
2: it. I love Honey Bunches of Oats. I'm George. I'm the pastor. I'm I'm fired up.
3: (laughs) Hi, I'm Lisa. And I am left handed.
1: (laughs) And she likes leather. We call her Leather Lisa. That's personal. Leather Lisa.
0: yes
4: i'm kathy i'm sarah ratty's mom and uh i'm also (laughs) left-handed and i love jesus
1: all right we got two left-handed people in the You're left no no i'm righty all right
0: all right you are right right. yeah okay we're always right uh is everybody ready are you guys ready let's go let's do it you guys nervous a little bit okay there are deep questions you better give me good answers well i'm gonna let you know you know how i am (laughs) um are you guys ready for the first question are you guys ready (laughs) come on wake up wake up (laughs) question question number one i believe that this is don't throw it up yet this is the deepest question we're just gonna start with the deepest question We're, we're just we're just gonna go in this order so phil you're gonna you're gonna have to answer first okay but this is the deepest question you know we we it's just deep you know it took me a lot to put this one together Hit me with this lie. Question number one, guys. Who is your favorite superhero? Ooh. That's, that's the... I put work into that.
1: Let me see. Let me see if I can find that in the Bible somewhere.
0: Um, yes. All right.
1: So uh, are we doing Marvel or DC. I'm getting technical uh, here. Uh, I don't know, you confuse me. I grew up in the yard, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't even know what those difference. two things are. Do I have DC, any comic what? book fans in the building? Oh. Do you guys know the difference between Marvel and DC? Yes. All right, cool. So if we're going Marvel, oh. I'm gonna hit it up with Spider-Man. Any Spider-Man fans? No, no okay. Spider-Man? All right, we got one. I love you, girl. I love you, girl. you go, girl. All right, if we're gonna go DC, I'm gonna go with Batman. Any Batman fans? all right all right i got a couple hands up there cool i don't know about
2: no ac dc marvel that's <laughs> all right that's it f- it's okay i, I, I forgive you i just do I mean, yeah. tom and yeah. jerry i mean yeah well i'm looking at all me right. like that oh, who's your who's your favorite looney tune nah, that wasn't the no question though no. okay superhero
0: go no um superman superman, superman. that's my right. favorite one too yes all right if you can beat superman you can beat anybody yeah. that's just me yeah I, th- I think Spider-Man is just
2: too, too revealing. The tights and all that. Okay. S-
0: okay Superman was, wears I, I, his underwear outside of his pants. <laughs> Come on. Dude, it's true. Yo, I never thought of that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Who does that? I'm just saying. We should bring that back. I don't know. You know? You imagine Put the that? underwear inside, Post. maybe. Good morning, POG. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not that's Jesus. Not you, no, no. Okay, Lisa Hathaway. Um. <laughs> that's <car>. uh, Arnold.
3: <laughs> Okay, I think I'm gonna have to say Batgirl.
0: Okay, her whole right. getup is All just
3: right. awesome. Like you special. would, you would say that. I yeah, would, right? right? Yeah. Like I'm gonna be Batgirl for
0: Halloween next <laughs> so year. So what, what it, she does, why you like her? I'm sorry. Well,
3: she's just like. She's just awesome. Like right, she's just got swag.
0: The ladies are like, yeah. I don't she's even got know it. what she
3: does, but she's just beautiful. <laughs>
4: got it. She, she wears
0: leather. It's and she wears leather <laughs> and black,
4: and I love both of those things. So wow. Roddy. Uh, i have to go with pastor george superman yeah i yes. like i like the original black and white superman everybody ever see that Whoa. she took it back you wow. right. actually did a guest appearance on i love lucy wow he was cool
0: yeah that's what
4: wow. I'm
2: about she probably. took it
0: back
4: original
0: poppy original i didn't even know that i love lucy so so just so that you guys can understand what what are we gonna be talking about this morning we're gonna be talking about power i had a huge presentation that phil and george To get out (laughs) the way but we're gonna talk about power and you know if you ask me before we go into the questions let me just put everybody in the same page if you talk if when we talk about power we could be talking about money hello we could be talking about fame Mm -hmm. we could be talking about influence that's power we could we we could be talking about a, a gun in your face give me give me give me everything you have that's power So, 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 so what is the power that we are talking about this morning? Okay, I see you got the answer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That will take me to the first question. Question number one. What is power, guys? What is the difference between the power that we are talking about this morning and the power that we see in the world? Whoever wants to take it first. Okay, all Phil, right. go. I guess
1: I'm always the first one, right? Yeah. Is that how we're doing this? Or are we doing? Okay. Yeah. Just go. So power. Um, I think the difference between uh, the power that that you were talking about is more like status, and um, I, honestly, I don't think that that's much power at all. I mean, it has its benefits, uh, but I think I think power um, that. In the spiritual context that we're talking about is the power that comes by having a personal relationship with jesus christ having a personal relationship with him and knowing his scripture and um this power enables us to overcome certain situations in life uh things like depression for example no amount of money you can have can overcome depression no no fame i mean we we've heard it in the news actors with millions of dollars kill themselves And so I think this power is a power that's beyond this world. It's a power that's from another world, um, one that we can't see,
2: but one that's very real. Awesome. George. Um, Yeah, this is a power that enables. One thing, one verse that comes to mind is that we, the lips have the power of life and death. And so we have this power when we're clothed with Christ, we're clothed with his power. Um, so it enables us you know because of him it enables us the words that we speak to change our situations yeah. and many times you know the first thing that comes to our mind when we have a situation is always think negative do I have an- it's just natural. Like the worst thing is, someone fell; they already killed themselves. If someone had an accident, they came out the window. Like we're such exaggerators and always looking at the worst thing of a situation, but we have the ability to change situations and always with our words have power to influence. I mean, that, it's a real power. Jesus went to, uh, I think it was a fig tree, and he cursed the fig tree, and he walked away. He came back; the fig tree was cursed. It was it was withered away. So that same power that he had to speak to our situations. I mean, I don't know what situation you're going through. But you have the ability to speak to that situation and change it and and again it goes to the the ability being clothed with christ and knowing that in christ we have that
0: wow wow so power is in the words that we speak That, that that's your that's your idea awesome lisa
2: yeah i mean i pretty much had
3: the same thing that the guys had but like phil said the ability to to rise above what the actual natural circumstance is like if you are depressed you can rise above that and bring change and I think that's that, that power that we have. The difference is that money can't really bring change. Money can't change your heart. Money can't change your family. Yeah. Money can't make your life happy. It can make you comfortable, but it can't really bring happiness or joy to your heart. And the power that we
4: have through Jesus really, really can. Um, scripture that comes to mind uh, for me is Romans 1 16, where it says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation. And um, the power of God is something that is, because of Christ, available to us. We know it's in the message of the gospel, is the power of God. But also in Luke, Jesus said, Behold, I give unto you power. Come on. You know, um, over all the power of the enemy and that word actually is um in the greek two words it's it's um which is power like a gun like it has power okay but if my son holds a gun he has no authority to use it you know one day he thought he was cute and he put on my husband's you know gun holster my husband's a cop and you know my husband's like get it off because you don't have the authority to use it but we've not only been given the gun the power we've been given the authority Come jesus on. said Come go on, and Kathy. use this power uh-huh. so it's not only for us okay to overcome any situation that comes in yeah. our life but it's also for others in um uh acts 10 38 um, uh, how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the enemy yeah so it's for others as well yeah. we can exercise this power not only for us to overcome in our lives but to overcome or help other people overcome and exercise that power for others
1: amen that's Woo-hoo. good all right Kathy.
4: she has to go last Pow. every time
1: yeah power. she
0: goes before me I'm that makes sense stuff. we're
1: gonna do a, we're gonna, a gonna do a special offering for kathy <laughs> <laughs> she has a gun a special offering
0: so this power is greater than anything else. Oh, yes. It's greater than, you know, money, greater than fame, greater than influence, greater than a gun, you know, or having guns is like, I'm in the hood of Newark, whatever. <laughs> um, and we all agree, I believe that we have that power. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. If we have that power, and that power in itself is so great, why do we still struggle
1: um wow why do i always get the hard ones um so in my personal opinion i i think back of a verse uh where the disciples were trying to cast out a specific demon out of a person and uh you know they they couldn't they weren't successful so they went to jesus and they were like lord why couldn't we do this and jesus said you have little faith he said these types of demons only come out with prayer and fasting but what i want to focus on is on little faith And um, I think that the reason why most of us can't ever tap in to this power that we have access to is because of the amount of faith that we have. And the Bible says that each of us are given a measure of faith. This is what the scripture says. Each of us are given a measure of faith. And our measure of faith is, um, is based upon three things. In my opinion, I think these three things are the most important. How much are you willing to obey God? How much are you willing to sacrifice for God? And then how willing are you to be thankful in tough situations? So, it, it, you know, when God tells you to do something and without a, at the drop of a dime you do it, this is, this is how you can determine sort of like the gauge of your measure of faith. If you can obey God, I think of Abraham. God told him to sacrifice his only son. And without the drop of a dime, Abraham went to the mountain and uh, was going to sacrifice his son, Isaac. Obedience. Obedience. He obeyed his word without ever having to know why. Most of us, that's a big question for us is why? Why, God? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? Right. But that's not what faith is. Faith is being able to pass that question to say, hey, God, I don't know why, but I'm going to trust you and do it anyways. And another question is, you know, how much are we willing to sacrifice for God? I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big believer that faith is not about convenience. Faith is the opposite. Faith is about inconvenience. And, um, you know, sometimes God may call us to do something we're just not comfortable to do. Okay. And when we're willing to kind of put our, inconven- our conveniences to the side for the greater good, for the people, for the, for the church, or, or for something that God has called us to do, when we're able to sacrifice that, I think that's a good gauge of our faith. And then the last thing is, is how thankful are you? I mean, Jesus, uh, um, in Psalms, it says, enter his courts with thankfulness, with thanksgiving. And so a lot of times, you know, when we're in tough situations, it's so easy for us to not be thankful. Right. We kind of lose focus and say, you know, all the good things and all the all the all the good things that God has given us, all of the, the, uh, um, the blessings. We lose focus of that because of one thing that's going wrong. And so that last question to sort of gauge your faith is, you know, how thankful are you? Or how, how, how willing are you to be thankful in tough situations? And I think answering those three questions and then having the faith to believe those three things uh, will allow you to tap into this power that we're
2: talking about. So obedience. Yes. Thanksgiving. Yes.
0: And sacrifice. Yes. George.
2: Um, how many people here go to the gym? Any gym fanatics?
0: Uh, not well, most, this
2: is the season everybody goes to the gym. Right? <laughs> Um, and I remember, like, I, I don't like doing legs. I mean, if you're a bodybuilder, legs is like, oh, legs. I got to do legs. You're not even hyped up about it, right? And then so you're doing it, but you really don't want to do it. But you know that if you don't develop that area, you're not going to be fully balanced. You're not going to have a full look. You might have a big top and have chicken legs, right? It yeah. don't, it like don't look right, right? And <laughs> I, I love you, Serge. L- like, I like, have a like, prohibited like. search name. Being set
1: oh, okay all right sorry we always pick on search
2: because <laughs> he can handle it he's got those yeah. big pecs so if you if you have
0: right. go george go you okay. got
2: it. if if you if you go to the gym with a partner his job is to do this is to push you when you don't want to good so that struggle of those last sets are the most important ones but those struggles are necessary for development so it's funny how it has it has power and struggle put together because even though you're struggling to do those last three sets the person that's pushing you know you have it in you so god is not going to give you something you can't handle and out of your problems and situations you're
0: going to develop to look fully like christ that's good so george what you're telling me is that the struggle is part of the power wow yeah really deep (laughs) really really deep I'm just getting it. You know, I'm spending <laughs> yeah, so, You know, you get a struggle. God yes. won't give you
2: something you can't handle.
0: Very right. good. So it's like, wow. again,
2: you're you're lifting 90 pounds. The person who's spotting you, his job is to push you. You want to stop. Wow. The per, the person like you got it in you and you want your veins popping out and you're like, you got it in you. And you're like, no, I don't. And your veins popping. No, I really don't. But you know what? You end up doing it. Right. Yeah, yeah. You end up even. Watch wow. this. Wow. This is good. That's- even if your spotter helps you a little bit. Yeah. You know, even if God has to put his hand so you can finish it, you're going to grow and you're going to finish That's those right. last sets. Amen. That's good.
1: I guess was-
3: Sorry, I can't talk. I picked my <laughs> jaw up. Okay. Um, for me, I think it's cool we all bring different, like, perspectives to it. And for me, for my own life, I know when I've been, you know, going through my walk and things that I struggle with and being like, sometimes i was struggling because i just wasn't aware of the power that i've like forgot you know and sometimes we struggle because we're just not aware like life is so quick and i was just talking to one of the girls today like it's already almost april like when the heck did that happen you know like days just goes and hours and hours and and before you know it sometimes you can get somewhere in the day where you're so discouraged or you're anxious or you're depressed or you're upset and then you're like oh wait hold on i i got the power you know like i don't have to actually go through this i have power to access someone greater than myself and sometimes i think we struggle because it's really hard to stay aware or we're just not aware of what's what we really have inside
4: of us amen now awesome. just can you I, i'm sort of confused i didn't i don't remember getting this question <laughs> <laughs> is this a different question
1: mm, uh i, I don't I, know i think it's worded different is but that what it, So it, which yeah. one was it okay this is the question it's why Even do we, we Yeah. Okay. I think it was worded different in the message. I I
4: have an answer. I'm just saying because was it the one about do we still, why do we doubt if we know we have this power? Why do we doubt? No, that question comes. That's a different one. Okay. Okay. You guys didn't hear that. Okay. I don't remember this question. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I agree with Lisa, George, everybody. We, a lot of times we have an identity crisis. We completely forget who we are and that's why it's so important to stay in the word because the word is like a mirror. It shows us who we are. We need to constantly be looking into the perfect law of liberty, that mirror of the word. So we see ourselves not in the natural, but just as Christ sees us. And when we, when we focus on who we are and know who we are and continue to recognize and exercise that power and that faith, um, we can exercise that power. And I agree. I like what... Um, Phil and George said about faith. Yes, everybody has been given a measure of faith, just like every child has been given muscles. Every baby is born with every muscle it's ever going to have, but those muscles aren't developed. Yeah. So a child, you know, every it walks and it falls. It's natural. You know, the parents are expect a child to fall when they first start to walk. But as those muscles develop, then they start to get stronger. Then they don't only walk, they run and it's the same thing in faith we have to exercise our faith in the little things we can't expect a huge thing to come at us and think we're going to have enough faith to 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 overcome it if we haven't exercised and developed those faith muscles in the small things
0: wow 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 i'm catching up i'm catching up i'm catching up really good really good really good yeah don't be afraid of silence i'm i'm chewing okay so i got the power but i'm struggling because that's part of developing the muscles of faith and the power yes that's good everybody got it awesome there's a story in the bible guys very very famous of a woman with the issue of blood the bible says that she touched jesus and by touching jesus the power that was in jesus healed her situation if power if touching jesus manifests his power how do i touch jesus george maybe we want to start with you because yeah. we've been killing phil there's a lot of pressure
1: on me right now <laughs> a lot of pressure i guess yeah the second one like, is just kind
2: of piggyback. you know um yeah I, many times like in the beginning uh of my walk with God, I always looked up for power, or looked uh, to, at church and the manifestation of power, but then really understand the indwelling power. Um, and the Bible says in Romans, I, I, I kind of got a verse I wanted to share, and it says, instead of, uh, it said, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, and do not let yourself think about ways to indulge in your evil desires so in other words we are clothed that same garments that jesus christ had that the woman touched we have those same garments in our spirit man and that's where the power is so we're looking from the heavenlies when god already gave you and it's inside so the power is inside you just gotta
0: allow it to manifest out so so you you say more than touching jesus is to kinda let it out yeah okay phil that's good that's good
1: (laughs) i like that i like that a lot let it out yeah um, uh, so in the story, in the story, uh, Jesus was walking through this crowd and he uh, he stops and he goes, who touched me? And the disciples like, dude, you bugging. There's mad people around you like everybody's touching you. No, he's like, no, 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 no. Somebody touched me because I felt power come out of me. So there, there's a there's a pulling at like that woman has so much faith. And, and here's the thing here's the thing that we have to in order for us to understand the beauty of the context we have to understand the culture of that time she was bleeding so it was it was culturally unclean for her to touch any man so not only was she in the middle of a crowd bleeding she was breaking the law just that but she said she said I want to touch Jesus I want to touch Jesus now could you imagine her thought process she was willing to die guys In that time, she could have been stoned. She could have been killed for doing something like that. She was willing to die. Her faith was so massive that she was willing to die to just touch Jesus. And how many times, right, are we so quick to give up? How many times are we so quick to give up just because, you know, maybe we couldn't pay a bill on time? Or or how many times are we so quick to give up because, you know, our relationship is in rocky, rocky status right now? But this woman has such a passion she has such a zeal such a fire and then such a great amount of faith that she was willing to 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 break past the law of that of that time to break past the cult what would be today the cultural status quo she was willing to be the anti-culture to touch jesus that's what she was willing to be she was willing to be that person And I think that if anybody, if anyone in this room could let that sink into their heart, like, are you willing to be the anti-culture of today's society? Are you willing to stand up and be the difference in today's world, in today's culture, in today's society? I think when you get to that place, when you get to that platform where you say, God, I'm willing to do whatever it is that you need me to do, then you'll see, you'll see that you'll be able to touch Jesus and draw that power from him. You won't have to do anything. It'll just come. It'll just come.
0: Awesome. Over here, would you guys like to, whoever. We can start with you, Lisa, go.
3: Okay. Um, you know, when I was thinking about this question and then like, how do we touch Jesus and how do we get him to like move in our situations? And sometimes those of us that have come from maybe a more religious church or more religious backgrounds. We can get to this idea like, well, I need, I need to move Jesus. Like, how can I move him? How can I, Come on. you know, pull from him? You know what I mean? And now, like, under grace, what having Jesus and who we are being found completely in Jesus, there's nothing that we can do to move Jesus besides, like, remind him how much he loves us. <laughs> and have complete faith in that love that he has for us. One of my favorite stories is Lazarus. And if you know, Lazarus was one of Jesus' best friends. He probably was like in grade school with him and they traded lunches and 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 he had two sisters, and they were all really tight with Jesus, and they grew up with him. Like I love that picture. Like they were childhood friends with him. And Jesus knew that Lazarus was very sick, and Mary and Martha, Lazarus's sister, Lazarus's—that's really hard to say. Lazarus, Lazarus apostrophes sisters really knew that Jesus had this power to heal, and and he could do it. They're like, Jesus, come on, he's sick. Like don't waste your time. And Jesus made one pit stop and he kind of kept moving and Lazarus you know ended up dying before Jesus got there and Martha's like way to go Jesus come on like didn't you know like come on you you should have known that that he was sick you could have been here and um I love like if you rewind a little bit what what they said to Jesus when they called him when they wrote him a letter texted him whatever they said they said Jesus the one you love is sick they didn't say, Jesus, the guy that, that uh, wears your T-shirt every day is sick. God, God or Jesus, the, the guy that prays every day is sick. Jesus, I just fed the homeless and I'm sick. No, they said, Jesus, the one you love is sick. And he, and he got there and he was there in his perfect time like he always is. But how much Jesus loves us is the only thing that will ever move him. So we just need to, I remember being in, in um, positions before. I've had a very bad anxiety. And literally, you know that like super old song, like, yes, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. This I know. I will sing that to myself. And I will just over and over sing Jesus loves me. And I remember reading a story in one of Joseph Prince's books about that. And I would just sing it. And lo and behold, I fell asleep. Like literally, I didn't even remember when my anxiety left. I fell asleep. And sometimes we just need to say it loud enough for the devil to hear it. Jesus loves me. And I know it. Very and he good. will move in my situation. Yeah.
0: Very, good, yeah, very, yeah. Good, very good. Very good. Very good. That's awesome. Sarah's mom. Sarah's <laughs> mom. Um, in case you didn't know, now you know.
4: Yeah. Um, thank God we don't have to search anymore to find Jesus. You know, like this woman with the issue of blood, she had a press through a crowd, embarrassing situation. Um, the key there is that she said within herself, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. She could have said anything because that's where her faith. She could have said, if I look in his eyes, I will be made whole. Then we would, then we'd be, everybody would be talking about looking in his eyes, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, when I think about touching Jesus, I think about worship. Yeah. You know, that's not, good. not to, not be, because. Jesus isn't lost. We don't have to find him. We don't have to, you know, he is inside of us. Yeah. But just that simple, heartfelt, I'm not looking for anything, Lord. I'm not asking you for anything. I'm just here because I know you already have provided everything I need. Yeah. And the kingdom of heaven is already inside of me. Yes. I can just rest in your presence and just worship you and thank you. Yeah. And again, if we're looking that touches God's heart, Yes, you know? Yes, yes. God is a, is a spirit and he's, those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Yeah. And, and that will just touch the heart of God when we are just worshiping him. In spite of our difficulties and everything, understanding who he is, coming from a place of, Lord, I know you've got it covered. I know that you will work all things out for your good. And I don't feel, maybe I don't feel like praising you, but I am going to worship you. I am just going to give you glory.
0: Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Are you getting something this morning? The Bible teaches that if we doubt, we cancel that power. Jesus actually went to places that he couldn't do miracles because of their lack of faith. If that's the case, that my doubt can cancel such a big power, how do I know that I'm doubting? Lisa. All
4: right. Um,
3: what I would say to that is when you're doubting, you don't have peace. You know, Everything. because... That the, the faith and the doubt, like we've stated already, doesn't depend on the circumstance. The circumstance can be in shambles and falling apart, but that faith is what will carry it to completion because we know that there's a final destination. Hello, let's get it. Um, I see what you did there. I um, and see. you can just give I to see. the basket. <laughs> you guys see it? I see it. <laughs> I liked it. I did that on purpose. Um, you know, and, and so in the, t- to know if you're doubting, are you anxious? like do you have peace about your situation you know because your circumstance is not going to change but your faith can stay strong in any circumstance
0: very very good wow. very sweet that's good george you wanted to say something phil add something george you're first how do i know that i'm doubting what are the red lights wow that's a big flash jesus <laughs> we just got to do it again come on everybody smile
2: We actually posed, right? <laughs> yeah. we just oh, posed. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we actually posed. Um, <laughs> Make sure you tag yes. me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> doubt. Um, if we look at the Greek, doubt means diacrino, diacrino, Which means means of judgment. Judgment. So many times we doubt that we're gonna something good's gonna happen in our life because we have still a judgmental way of looking at God, that God only blesses us when we're good. So anytime we're expecting something, we start looking at our performance or our walk and then we start judging our own walk and start doubting and say well because i failed here i failed here i failed here i'm not in expectancy for anything good but instead of looking at what was done at the cross because when you look at what was done at the cross the means of judgment were taken at the cross god is a good guy says "Um, the goodness of god brings a man to repentance you know it's not the judgment that's going to draw you it's his goodness and and the story comes to mind is when Peter was fishing and he said go fish and he came back he says oh I'm not worthy to even see you because he he shouldn't have like he knew that he was a bad man he said man you're a holy man like you shouldn't even be next to me and he said now I'm gonna make you a fisherman of men." so in other words Jesus showed him his what his goodness and then he came and said, man, you are a true God. And sometimes in our situation, we see the God's blessings is to bring us to a place we're back to the cross because of what was done on the cross, not because of my performance, but because, because of the performance of Jesus Christ. I, you know, I have the ability to all his promises. So I think doubt many times comes from feeling like we're not worthy to receive anything from God.
0: Wow. 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 It comes from ignorance, not knowing, not knowing. that's yes. what he did would yeah. you like to add something to that yeah, I, mean, I mean well just was kinda, a great answer yes. yeah that was
1: an awesome answer yes I, and i'm just going to piggyback off of that i mean i think in the moments in the moments of doubt is when it's most important for us to rely on the grace of god um it's the most important and most crucial because you know the fact is doubt is a real thing i mean every single one of us in this room have experienced moments of doubt um if you haven't i need to know what your secret is <laughs> yeah so um, you know doubt is a real thing and and you know our faith because we're emotional beings and you know we have things like emotions our faith you know one day it's in 10 next day it's at 2 and we're just like a big roller coaster amen amen so uh um, i know for me it is at least i'm just being real i know my faith sometimes can waver because of my emotions and you know one day I'm I'm uh, one day I'm doubting, one day I'm fearful, one day I'm bold, one day I'm courageous and and I'm like, "Yes, you know, I'm going to take over the city for God." Then the next week I'm like, "Uh maybe the city's too big.
2: <laughs> maybe a
0: block." <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> maybe like my next-door neighbor? Yeah, I'm I'll we'll start there.
1: I mean, maybe the dog. <laughs> start praying over the dog. You belong to <laughs> so Jesus. You belong to Jesus. <laughs> So um, because, because we're emotional beings, our only stability is God. Our only, our only constant in this world is the grace of God. Because we, we, I know without a shadow of a doubt that whether I'm at 10 or I'm at 1, his grace is still there. His grace is still there to cover me. His grace is still there to push me forward, to still remind me. I mean, there's times where i got to remind myself why I do what I do because it's easy to lose focus of that and in those moments of doubts i don't think that doubt is a bad thing i think that doubt is a, is a good teacher that could teach us a lot of valuable lessons uh, but in those moments of doubt is when it's best to rely the most on gr- on the grace of god
0: very good kathy
4: amen so the question is how do i know i'm doubting yes and um another definition that i've heard for doubt is it's it's double it's two thoughts mm. Okay, so it's, you know, you have one thought here, yes, I'm trusting God, and then that other thought comes in that cancels out that trust. And we know Jesus said um, that, uh, you know, if you say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but believe that those things that you say will come to pass, you can have whatever you say. So doubt Hmm. will cancel out that power. So when you have two thoughts, you know you're doubting. And I think about Abraham in Romans chapter four, where he's, he's given a, a promise by God that he would be the father of a multitude. And the Bible says he considered not his own body being a hundred, he was a hundred years old or the deadness of Sarah's womb. That word consider means to think about in order to understand. And a lot of times, that's what doubt is. We're trying to think about in order to understand how this is all going to work out. That's how we know we're in doubt. Come on. Okay, so Abraham did not do that. He didn't consider. So reasoning and considering and trying to understand—that's doubt. When we're doing that, we need to recognize, oh, this is doubt. Wow. So what do I do? So Abraham—he didn't consider his own body or the deadness of Sarah's womb. It says he wavered not that word waver is the actual word doubt he wavered not at the promise of god but was strong in faith giving glory to god so we know praise he was praising god he was giving glory to god before he saw it saying i thank you your word says you said in your promise that i'm going to be the father of a multitude so he wavered not he was strong in faith giving glory to god Mm and he was and that caused him to be fully persuaded and i just want to say this because this is something that's um the lord has really been making real to me lately is um in hebrews 12 where it says looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of your faith it actually means look away whoa okay so when you're doubting and you're, tr- you're trying to reason, and you know, again, this is a daily thing. That's you don't, good. I don't think you're, you're we good. don't, we're not gonna come to the place where we I don't doubt anymore. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you live good. in this world, you're That's... going to be tempted to doubt. It's yes. what you do with it, yeah. yes okay? Yes, yes, don't yes, consider yes. it enough and start speaking it come out. On. But come look on. away and look unto Jesus. Doubt is easily cured by focusing your attention on the word of God, the promise of God, and on Christ himself. He is the word. Okay, so you, I promise you, doubt will be dispelled if you focus on Christ. Look away from that doubt and look on Christ. Look at the cross. Look at what he's done and what he's purchased. Look at the promise. And you will have what you say. That's Amen. Good. That's Amen. good. Amen. That's
2: good. Amen. Amen a, to that. Yeah, we that need that a Kathy Bible. App. She's on yeah. fire. Phil, <laughs> I need George, a Kathy Bible. Lisa, Bible she's on you, fire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know
0: what you gotta do. Pray <laughs> badly. She's on fire. She <laughs> I got
1: need it. To put it on my iPhone. Really?
0: All right. So we we that's it. We're done. Last question. Yes, we don't sir. have more time. One yes. Last question. Do you guys want one one more question? All right. One more question. All right. Okay. So we get the lesson. We get it. We got the power. Boom. We get the theory of it. How can we apply this power on a daily day basis? Let's bring the theory to practical means. Are you following me? Application. So, application. So, give me an example in your life that you have used this power so that people can relay and say, you know what? I can do that too. Yeah. Phil. Um, hmm. uh, for, me, for me,
1: rest has been a big application of of God's power. Yes. Um, you know, in the Bible, Genesis, um, God creates the heavens and the earth in six days. And on the seventh day, he rested. So there was something important about resting. Wow. Um, and it, just because you're resting doesn't mean you're not working in power. Yes. In fact, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that when you're resting, you're recharging that power. Very good. Very good. Um, and so for me, as you guys know, I, you know, I was going hundred miles per hour in ministry and I took the last seven months off. Um, just to do that. Just to sort of uh, do, just do a self inventory to make sure that my heart is in the right place, to make sure that my mind is in, right, in the right place and that, that I'm doing what I need to do with the right motives. And um, so in those seven months, I've got, I've got to say that I've grown so much wiser than if I would've just tried to truck through those seven months. I just made the decision and say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna take it off, take two steps back so I could take four steps forward. And I rested.
0: Very good. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So we I love think, you, Phil. We love I you. think,
1: you know, if you feel like, so a lot, of, a lot of bad decisions are made when you're under stress. Your judgment scientifically, this is a scientific fact, Google it. Scientifically, your judgment is messed up when you're under stress. So you don't consider things. And another thing, too, is uh, when you don't take time to think about what you're doing, uh, there's a, science, psycholog- a psychological fact that if you take at least 30 minutes to think about the decision the decision will be different after the 30 minutes are gone wow so there's time to reflect okay it's just time to reflect and and just learn you know just uh, uh, give, if you feel overwhelmed or stressed take a day off mm. uh, um take take a day off of work just seek god read his word pray worship and you'll see that god will kind of start to rejuvenate your soul
0: very good so power to rest yes, yes. very good Give it up for Phil. Give it up for Phil one more time. Pastor. Pastor George.
2: Founder um, of Ignite. On a day-to-day basis, I a lot of things that, uh, that I've learned in my 10 years of walk to actually be focused in on, on his power and his, uh, his, his like, presence in my life has been of, in the morning, just spending some time with him has given me the ability just to stay focused, uh, especially like with ministry, like when we were moving from one building to another and, you know, doubt comes and we yes. didn't know where we was going. And you know, God showed us this building. And and again, a lot of, the, if you start going and say, well, we don't have the money, we don't have the this, we don't have that. So I just maintain in his presence to make sure that that's, that's what he said and that's what he's going to do. And a lot of times when we get out of his presence, we go into our thinking mm-hmm. and our thinking will just mess up what God places in our heart because God speaks to our hearts, not our minds.
0: Mm-hmm. Very
2: good. And so just being focused in that moment in in the morning, I always just get at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just spend, even if it's 15 minutes, it's just a cue in of his presence in your life. And to to start the day off that way just keeps me focused on him and his promises. Mm -hmm. So you're using this power to seek
0: him? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. Put your hands together for George. Come on. Pastor George, founder of POG Church. My best friend, Lisa Hathaway.
3: Oh, thanks. Aw, thanks, Alan. He's so I had sweet. to say something. Um, I guess we already, I already had kind of answered this. So I got the questions confused as well. But um, with what—with the same thing that they said, spending time, we, like, the world is hard. Like, life gets hard and throws things, like, suddenly at you. The only way to, to be victorious over that is to be aware of what you have and remember who you are and access and use that power. So... I think the same thing is spending that time with God in the morning and not like, oh, my God, I have to. Like, But we get to. Like, we get to spend time with the creator of the world in the morning or in the when you wake up and you get to start your day off victorious, you know? And that's, I think, our only hope is just to really remember to surrender ourselves and to
4: really just stick with God in the morning.
0: So you agree with George, seeking God, using the power to seek him. Awesome.
4: I, Sarah's mom again. I agree 100% absolutely seeking God, seeking first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, his righteousness, not ours, and all these things will be added unto you. You know, that is absolutely uh, imperative. We're not doing anything. And I I like what Phil was saying about rest. There's a scripture in Isaiah. I'm not exactly sure where, but I love it because it says in quietness and trust is your strength in quietness and trust you know we think you know if we're trusting god we're shouting and we're screaming and you know but there's something about just that quiet confidence i know who my god is i don't gotta stress i don't gotta so in everyday life and then also you know what as we're seeking god father i know you want to demonstrate this power to the lost god you pray that prayer look out i promise you you're going into the supermarket you're going to see somebody sick it happens to me all the time. And sometimes I'm on my game and sometimes I walk out, and I go, ah, I was supposed to pray for that person. Lord, I'm sorry, I blew it again, you know, but, and and pray for that person. Do you believe that Jesus heals? Yes, then then lay hands on the sick and say, can I, can I pray for your son? Can I pray for your daughter? I see you're hurting right now. Can I pray for you? Whether you see something or not, just keep doing it. The power of God is real, and that's exercising those muscles. That's exercising. You're going to get to the point where you're not going to leave that person until you see the manifestation of that miracle. You know, you're not going to walk and get away and go, oh, I hope something happens. You're going to say, no, no, no. I know I got that power in me, and this is what it's for. Amen.
0: Kati Vati, everybody. Come on, put your hands together. Thank you so much, guys. Take your chair, please. And leave me here with Pastor... Yes, take the table. So so pastor, as the coach, as the leader, as the founder. You know how much I love you. I have to say all that. <laughs> what are the ending words? How are we how, how you're going to close this topic? Power. Power. I
2: want everybody to just stand up and, um, and I think it was a lot of a lot of inf- wisdom that was poured out today and I hope that you grab something that you can apply it because the essence of us coming to church on Sunday is to to receive something to start transforming our lives and to see the life that Jesus left for us to do. And sometimes we just don't get it. And and, and again, many times we just need to hear something over and over and over. I remember when I was in, uh, in first grade, I think it was, you start writing 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals, you know, and you do 1 plus 1 equals 2 and you do that and you do it over and over and over and over and over till it be like now we it's just a, a a byproduct and when we come to church we hear this message and sometimes we need to hear it over and over and over because we need to allow it to sink into who we are so we can see the manifestation of who god is and when we come here every sunday understand that you're growing you're being exposed to the word of god the bible says that all scripture is god breath So when we bring our scripture, it's God breathing into your life, breathing into your life so that you can go to another level. You wasn't created to be stuck. Stuck is not in God's vocabulary. It's about going from one dimension to another, from one glory to another glory. Wow, 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 wow. There's no greater way to finish our service by presenting the gift of jesus christ if today you came in here and never accepted jesus into your life as your lord and savior or perhaps you've been running you know just running and and you come to an end of yourself and you're saying you know i can't do this sometimes you know we need to get give up our steering wheel up to jesus and allow him to drive us if this is you today i just want everybody to bow their heads and we're going to say this simple prayer If, if this is you and you're in a place that you just need god you just need like you have no answers to anything and this is the moment that today you heard of this message of jesus christ i want you to follow me with a simple prayer father i believe you died, for me. you sent your son to die for me. And on the third day, he resurrected. And today, he's seated in the heavenly places. At this moment, I open my heart. I open my arms. I surrender over to you. Here I am. Fill me up with Your Spirit. Never leave me. Never forsake me. In Jesus' name, we
5: pray. And the church say. And the church say. Man, this is a great, listen, wasn't it pastor in the panel great? It's awesome to see different perspectives, right, of the power of God. And, and it's quite obvious today that one thing was to take home is the power of God in us is to transform us, to make us more like his image, amen? So Lord, you know, we, we just thank you. It's just been, been an awesome evening. Um, it's great to know that we have that inner power in us, you know, and at times, you know, we might even be discouraged You know when things are not happening, because we want things quick and now, but you know what? Everything's in a process. And um and God is shaping us and preparing us. and, And we need to remember that the very power that raised Christ from the dead is in us. Amen. And he says in his word that those that he called, he will equip. Amen. So today, if you made a commitment to follow Christ, there's a card in your your seed and if you find one you can ask one of the ushers and they'll facilitate one for you and fill it out with your name and your uh your email and they'll get back to you bring it back to guest services in the back amen and you know what and and to exercise this power i want to encourage you to really continue to pray continue to, to see god and you know become familiar with his word pick up the bible read there's so many promises and that's where we get our strength amen and find a bible believing church a place where you go get fed and grow in your faith get to know the person of jesus amen so today why don't we pray amen heavenly father we we just thank you for your goodness lord lord your word says that we would run with endurance this race that has been set before us lord help us lord help us to seek our eyes on you the author and finisher of our faith lord I thank you for this afternoon, Father, for encouraging us and and just reminding us of the power that's in us, oh, Father, mighty God. Help us to exercise that power, Father. Help us to seek you, Father, to continue to grow in our faith, Lord, that we could be world changers, Heavenly Father. We love you for what you're doing. We're excited to see, oh, Father, mighty God, the outcome, Father. We love you today, Lord. Thank you, Father. Give us traveling mercies as we leave here today. Amen and amen. you're not on your way, hug somebody and tell them how much you love them. Amen.